0: what? Go on, your bar. First start. No, you've yeah. just done it on the camera. Where uh, are you I, going? I've got to say You've been quite good on Twitter. Have I? I would, I would uh, if I was to summarise in an emoji, I'd do a little fire one. You don't like drinking it right? over? Never had it before. You never had a bottle?
1: No. Are you losing points for being on the podcast every second.
0: Um, good. Um, yeah, I would, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks> <laughs> for
1: that Before we get into the villa, I had a bit of a... It would be silly to start with villa yeah. podcast. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Villa View podcast with myself, Dan Bardani, and myself, Tom Julian, then myself, (laughs) Dan Bardell, and Thomas Julian on my right. We'll be. Funny, aren't we? Because we've just done a just done a live on Instagram before the podcast, so I feel like we may have used our best material at early doors.
0: Yeah, you get that you get that buzz, don't you, when you get in the in the uh, in the podcast booth? And that's it's a bit like... how the
1: players feel in the tunnel, like they're going <laughs> totally. into the live environment. They know that it's it's do or die. That's that's how I felt doing a live, and now we're just a bit deflated. Yeah, yeah. Well, not deflated. Enjoy the podcast. Yeah. Also, talking of material, Tom's shirt broke. Oh. Just, just before we were about to start, didn't it? It was an absolute disaster, if I'm, if I'm being honest with you. I was I was literally tucking it in, yeah.
0: and the back bit ripped right off. It's DKMI this top.
1: <laughs> Again, he keeps saying DKMI, like, that's really impressive. Let us know in the comments, but I don't think that's that impressive. It's
0: it's not impressive, it's it's a quality shirt manufacturer. It's obviously
1: not quality shirt, because it's ripped when you try to tuck it in. You're telling me? Yeah. I'm furious. I'm wearing a, a Milwaukee Bucks jacket. In tribute to our owner Wes Edens And then a Mickey Mouse t-shirt in <laughs> Because tribute you to are Bernie. Mickey Mouse Oh you ruined my joke <laughs> I've been lining that joke up all night Mickey Mouse in tribute to our rivals at Birmingham City Oh you're furious are yeah, you Yeah no need for that Tom No need for that <laughs>
0: Do you want to start don't, again No no don't ruin other
1: people's <laughs> jokes Just because you never make jokes ah, listen I'm the funny one Yeah right Yeah
0: Anyway um, We didn't lose at the weekend
1: <laughs> No that it's always good It feels like the first time for a while When we've come in and said that We didn't lose Yeah read him 0-0 maybe the last time. I can't remember. And I don't think I was there. This season on. now, it's starting to be one of those seasons that I'm just like forgetting what happened because it doesn't feel like there's anything really to play for. A bit like the first season in the Championship. Yeah, we've had a few
0: questions about whether whether we should
1: uh, be
0: forgetting the rest of this season or not. It's, 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 the playoffs are so... Unattainable, aren't they? Like, pretty much, yeah. It, you'd have to go on. I've seen some people say you'd need to win ten of the last twelve games, and even then, you've got a bunch of teams who are in better form above us.
1: Generally, you know what we'll do though. We'll go and win like five in a row or something, and we'll all just start to think, oh, yeah, could we? Could we? And then we'll lose the next three. Yeah, well, we that shall, would be peak Villa. We shall see. I
0: mean, at least does that make it interesting does that make it an exciting
1: rest of the season what for you is important for the last part of this season someone's asked that haven't they yeah. in the questions actually um, I just want us to end the season well so that we can look into go into next season with a little bit of positivity we spoke about I think we spoke about it either last week or the week before West Brom ended mm. their last season in the Premier League well and they've taken that in to this season, I just want us to do a similar kind of thing and end positively. Have a bit of a rebuild in the summer, and the, the fan the fans will get. If it's a new team next season, I think the fans will get behind if it if it's a young and hungry team. But I think I feel like Lambert tried to do that a little bit, and everyone was behind it early doors. But then the whole impatience thing with Villa fans it, it just naturally happens. It's difficult, isn't it? Because yeah. if it
0: doesn't catch by end of October, then. Sometimes not even then. Yeah, then. yeah, then you're under pressure as a manager. Well, let's talk about uh, the Stoke game. Stoke won, Villa won. First of all, over, overarching
1: thoughts. What did, what did you make of the game? I mean, I've only seen the extended highlights, so I've not obviously been there, but I've heard good things from a lot of people that, that were there that can remember the game. I'm looking at you, Aston Radford, because I came to you for an opinion. You didn't really give me one. Um... It looked positive from what I could tell. It sounded like the atmosphere was good as well, that the players, uh, sorry, the fans stuck with the players, which is always always a good thing. Apparently, they got sang off at half-time and giving the old, come on, as they were walking off the pitch at half-time, 1-0 down, which if you'd have told me that, that would have happened after the week before's atmosphere at Villa Park, I wouldn't have believed you, but that says a lot about the travelling element of the, of the Villa fans and what they're there to do. And if, to be honest, I looked at the first half-hole I and thought, I don't think that didn't look too bad. Yeah. To me, we've created some chances there. We've looked like we were probably the better team. We've conceded when we're down to 10 because of an early injury Mm -hmm. to Alan Hutton. Get well soon. Alan, definitely be watching. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then the second half, we p- picked up where we le- where we left off, really, but had had more of a go at it. Got attacking our own fans, which seems to have given us given us a boost. And they've been the fans have been given something to get behind, and we we've equalised and we we're unlucky not to go on and win it.
0: Yeah, it, it couldn't have started much worse, could it? With Sam Vokes um, kind of flicking in, flicking in the cross there, and, and Jed Steers beaten at close range. And and you and I talked about this in the car. At first That's glance. At first yeah, exactly. At first glance, it looks like does Jed Steer should he have done better? But I think the ball comes at him so quickly and he can't be expecting it in that manner. I don't know. It's 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 a weird one because part of part of me is like, Well his goalkeeper
1: should be expecting it all times, but then you it's can't such a that, such an
0: audacious goal, isn't it? I mean I was
1: saying in the car that at first look I thought you shouldn't bear there because it's kind of squirmed in, really, hasn't it? But yeah. up, upon further reflection and picking your football brain, you like, like you say, it's very close, yeah. very close. To I think maybe he's almost done too well with it. If that makes sense, like he's that he's got a big hand on it that's made him look worse, mm-hmm. even though he's actually done well to get something on it at all because it was from very close in. Like you say, so maybe his own worst enemy there. There's also a defender in the way, and there's there's a bit of a melee there to try and make out what's going on is difficult. Yeah. Also, you'd think if it was a mistake, I'd have seen all over social media that Jed Steer was useless and I didn't see that. So, it kind not have been a mistake.
0: Right, OK. Sam Virks' first
1: goal of the season as well. I mean, annoying. yeah, that's... that's Again, <laughs> that, we're going to talk many times about things that are vintage Villa or yeah. peak Villa. That is, that is peak Villa. If you haven't scored for your new team, <laughs> you want to be playing the Villa boys because you know nine times out of ten, you'll get the chance to do it. Yeah. Well, Stoke
0: were in similar form to us as well, weren't they? Hadn't won in four, I think. Yeah. And Villa hadn't won in five. Um, and... And so it, it, uh, somebody was saying that they were like the second or third worst in the in the form rating. I mean, so where were we? <laughs> yeah, we can't be much more yeah. above them. So it was all up for grabs. It- and yet, nobody kind of came out on top. Villa, though, could take a lot of positives. Like you say, the fans were were in good spirits and the players seemed to react to
1: that. Hopefully, we can take that through to Derby. I mean, I'll take a positive from the fact that West Brom, we went behind. I didn't ever think we were going to get back into the game at any point. Mm. When, once we were 2-0 down and into the second half, I just didn't think it was going to happen. Whereas, they've showed a bit of character and resilience to get back to 1-1. And like I say... It's unlucky not to go and win, win that in the end with the chances they've, they've created. Tammy's obviously had a header. Mings has had a header. Butland looks like he's had a, had a good day. Yeah. Paying tribute to, to Gordon Banks in that shirt, which I thought was, was a nice touch, mm-hmm. by the way. And so it's it's... We've not not won that game through through a want of creating chances. Whereas in other games, it's kind of just hasn't happened. We've not done anything, and that's why we've not won. We've, we've gone there, and we've had a go. We've not got a deep, We've not got a good recent record at Stoke either.
0: Yeah. Well, El Ghazi had a golden chance to to kind of level yeah, the game up in the first half. Tammy Abraham picks a ball up in the middle of of Stoke's half and and lays it through. Defender slips, and El Ghazi seemingly has a lot more time and just. Hits the panic button Blazes it over the bar Doesn't even test Butland Thought he should have Done a lot Lot better than that
1: Yeah I've decided Over the last 24 hours That El Ghazi Looks at like a confidence player To me Like a real Real confidence player And it hasn't been Going going well for him So That West Brom time When we keep talking about it The West Brom game The Middlesbrough away game Sorry West Brom away game mm. He was just flying Wasn't he He was playing Without thinking about it Yeah He was just playing Off the cuff And he was running the show To, to be fair And hopefully now Because obviously He's gone on And done something Very good in the second half Get, just get his confidence up a bit. Because I think when you're in and out of the team as well as a winger, it's, it's difficult. You need a. I always think on the wing you need a rhythm, you need a, need a run of games. And in this bad run, thing that Dane Smith has done is he's, he's changed the wingers up. He's not changed much else, but he's kept changing the wingers and trying to play someone into form, and it just hasn't happened. I think you need four or five games as a wide player to just get some rhythm and get some consistency in your game. Can You, you can tell me if this is harsh or not, but I... I'm kind of
0: seeing elements of Gabi Bon Lahore with with El Ghazi. He, he he does some of the some of the kind of knocking it past players, getting past players. Well, but I, I watched some of his passing on Saturday, and even like the basic passes. They just weren't that good. He, he overhits passes. Even the cross wasn't meant to go to Albert Doma um, There's there's a pass no. in the bottom in the bottom left hand corner where uh, he, he almost passes it out for a throwing kind of thing. I just I wonder if he lex, lacks no, because that's unfair. Because he doesn't lack the technical ability. Oh, I right, very technical. It's, it's confidence, but I don't I don't know. That's that's who I'm kind of seeing pairings with. You're thinking moment.
1: that he struggles with the simple stuff. Yeah. Rather, obviously he's a very technical player but the simple stuff doesn't come easily to and him
0: and there's times where if he's not thinking about it he can hit an absolute pearl of a,
1: of yeah, a in shot that, in that respect I agree with you with the Gabby and the whole thing because I've always thought Gabby if he's one on one with the keeper and he had time to think about it he just wouldn't score would he yeah. but if he's not thinking if he's the Birmingham City game when he, when he scored and he hasn't got time to think about it that's actually a good finish yeah. in that game he, he scored a lot of goals where if he didn't have to think about it they were good finishes but if you if you give him time to think he'll he'll fluff his lines so I think in that respect what you say is fair but generally I think they're different types of players yeah I know El Ghazi is a more technical footballer Gabby is a a speed merchant was trained up to be a footballer and made a great career for, for himself despite probably coming into the game quite late yeah
0: yeah, interesting. We'll see how he gets on. But yeah, Al Ghazi had that opportunity. Um a couple of other opportunities as well. Hurrahan free kick, uh, aimed at Mings but Butland does well to come and get it. Then Mings um El Ghazi has an effort that's tipped onto the bar as well. Mings has an effort later on as well. So, like you say, Butland has an absolute day in that green jersey. Uh, he should he should keep that on for the rest of the season because he played inspiredly. Yeah,
1: and I've watched it when I've seen Stokes' highlights. I've not watched much of them live on the telly or anything. Mm. He's looked a bit shaky to me, Butland. I remember the first game this season at Leeds. He made a made a made a howler. I mean, no one really cares about Jack Butland and his podcast, but I'm a bit worried for his career a little bit because where does he go? It feels like I think he's got to go abroad, Butland. There's nowhere for him to go in England. That's gonna get. I mean, he's still in England squad at the moment, but he's a long way back to the Premier League for Butland. I think there's a. He seems to be in a group of these England keepers
0: that's just gone into the abyss. A bit like, well, Ruddy went early, but... I uh,
1: love John Ruddy, just because he played for Cambridge. There was absolutely no, no need for John no, Ruddy to come it into the conversation the there. Right?
0: Fraser Forster goes into there.
1: Third, third choice at Southampton, Fraser Forster.
0: Yeah, exactly. But a couple of years ago, he was the bell of the ball, and it looked like he... <laughs> that well-known football term, the bell of the ball. What is, what's up with you? <laughs> just just because I've ruined your Birmingham City yeah, joke. Yeah, no, because, feel...
1: It's because we did the live as well, so that was all about the banter, so I've carried it on and continued. Right. Into the okay. podcast.
0: But anyway, there seems to be this group of England goalkeepers that seem to be, have a promising future as as the
1: England number one and, and just hasn't happened. John Ruddy being the leader. Joe Hart. Joe, <laughs> Joe Hart as well, obviously struggling at, uh, to get a game at Burnley. Burnley, you three England goalkeepers there, mm, yeah. so... We were obviously heavily linked with Heaton mm. and then suddenly he got himself back in the back in the Burnley team, was team as doing well and we'll be in the next England squad but we digress.
0: Yeah, there yeah. you go. Um
1: what did you make? If you're of the- interested in the starting an England goalkeepers <laughs> podcast, then please let us know. Sure. In the comments and we'll look into it. Tom needs another podcast today, so we yeah, we're desperate for some, some new content. If you're gonna fund it, I'm I'm all ears. Uh, okay. Um all about the money you are. Yeah,
0: that's it. I need modern, to buy a new shirt. Modern yes, <laughs> true. Um what about the two penalty appears? Jonathan Codger, first of all, and then from the resulting free
1: kick uh, after that Codger was waved away, uh, Tammy Abraham goes down as well. Trouble is, I've not seen it from any good angle. I've literally just seen the telecam, a FIFA term there, the telecam uh, angle that that's on Villa's YouTube. I didn't think the first Codger one was a penalty. I'm kind of looking for it gone down a bit easily. There's a bit of a clash, but it was half of one. Six a dozen of the other. I do, you say, how do you say. Six, six do one, one half, half a dozen, dozen of the other. other. Yeah, so I don't think In that Scotland was a penalty. they say
0: six and two
1: threes. Do they? Six and two threes. I've yeah. heard, I think I've heard commentators out oh, at six and two thirds and things like that. Yeah. And football trying to be trying to be clever. Yeah, yeah. You've thrown me there. I've forgotten what? Codger penalty. It. Tammy Abraham penalty. Yeah, I just didn't think either were penalties. I was surprised to learn Charlie Adam was still <laughs> still a footballer. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, after seeing the highlights as well, that surprised me. Yeah, he's. I couldn't been believe it. he was still knocking around. He must be 38. I reckon. Well, no, he won't be that old because Whelan's not even 30 is he? And Glenn Whelan will be older. I'm going to find out. I didn't think either were a penalty.
0: I thought both were kind of comings together. Charlie Adam one was more likely to be a penalty than Tammy Abraham to me. Um, To me, I don't see where Tammy Abraham had a shout at all, really. Um, There didn't seem to be anything to do there. So... Yeah. No pens. No pens. No pen, your official referee's opinion. Good good refereeing in, in my opinion. Um, so Albert Adoma, who comes on for the injured Alan Hutton, gets the goal. It's an El Ghazi cross and Adoma is in the right place at the right time. Score his first goal since March 2018. I think it was only last week we were talking about how Adoma's fifteen goals last <sighs> year had been so important and how yeah, how we'd how we missed them. And and there he is, pops up with a with a smart finish.
1: Yeah, he'd gone pretty much a year without scoring which which isn't great for someone who scored 15 the, the the year before again wide players are so frequently confidence players you just hope that now this will, this will spur him on and it will it'll get him back in the groove because I always look at him as quite a streaky player even last season he scored a lot of goals I felt like they came in batches so I'm hoping it will just set him off on another streak again yeah you talk about that but like it felt like adoma lost his confidence in February last year didn't it and, he, and we yeah, haven't he seen became, it since it became a bit predictable Towards the back end of last season, he definitely he didn't have a good game in the playoff final. From, that's the only game I can recall from last season. At the moment, the playoff final he just he wasn't good, was it? I've grossly overaged Charlie Adam. Have you? <laughs> yeah, what, thirty-three. Man, the same age years. as me. Same age only, as me. Only just turned thirty-three as well. Sorry, right. do you just what do you think of Adoma? I'll throw it back to you. You've interrupted <laughs> me midpoint. point Sorry. Um,
0: I agree with you. I I, I want to see the odoma of of. Of November 2017, where nobody could control him, he was dancing. He was happy. He was dancing. The whole the whole team seemed to be happy around Adama. If, if Albert's
1: dancing, you know things are going well. Yeah. Maybe the dance will come back at the weekend. Maybe, like I say, he's a streaky player. Maybe he'll, he'll get some dancing going but on a Saturday. It's difficult
0: because, like you say, we've been rotating the wide players, and and the the confidence hasn't been there, and we haven't found this set set. Uh, team, I guess, that, that we want to play spe- specifically with
1: those wide players. There's a bit of a the debacle in the summer that people talk about as well with the going back to Middlesbrough and then it didn't happen and stuff like that, although I'm not sure everything that's told about that is true from from, from what I understand, so I think it's, you can't really lay the blame at a potential move to Middlesbrough falling through because he's, he's had enough games to try and get back into form. He, just for whatever reason, he, he hasn't worked He Missed that penalty at Burton as well, mm. didn't he? And mm-hmm. then skied the rebound as well. And we got knocked out to the, to the cu- out of the League Cup. So, it's not been a great season for Albert. has he? won't look back on it with much fondness. But like the rest of the Villa team, hopefully he can just end the season well and we go into next season confident. Totally. It was great finish. Um, it was a good finish because the Gettner wouldn't have had much time to think about it because it's gone through Codger. Yeah. Uh, Stoke players lunged in and missed it and he's just... He has to shape himself to to, a
0: really good to, finish. to play it. So, yeah, very, very happy to see Doma on the score sheet. Genre
1: Tam- a lot of power with the side of his foot. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Tammy Abraham and Tyrone Mings both have headers denied by Butland. Again, two very, very good saves from the Stoke goalkeeper. And the game finishes one all. Um, were you surprised to see Jed Steer on the bench? Uh, on, in goal?
1: <laughs> Callinage <laughs> on the bench and got lost. It's not either. really, because there's some kind of concussion laws, isn't there? But then, like you say, should he be on the bench? But I don't know, maybe just wasn't 100%. Steer finished the last game. Steer probably deserves a game. If I'm being honest, maybe a chance to, to stake a claim to to stay at Villa because his contract's up at the end of the season. Steer's done nothing wrong when he's been quite dependable when he's been called upon for Villa throughout his time there. It just hasn't worked. Yeah, I mean, I said at
0: the start of the season that I felt it was harsh on on Steer to be to uh, be sent out. Yeah, that was poor. A, And and Neyland to come in and and Steer to be fair has been the the model professional. He's done done his job wherever he's been, and he comes in and has a has a. Quiet
1: but decent performance, didn't have much to do against Stoke to be honest. Now, last time he played against QPR in the 2-2 draw I thought he, there was nothing he could do about either goal but I thought he played well and acquitted himself. Well, he's a decent goalkeeper, I mean he was very highly rated when we signed him when Lambert brought him in from Norwich. I think he was out of contract wasn't he? We, mm-hmm. we got him in, he was highly rated goalkeeper but he's just suffered with injuries mm-hmm. and then suffered with people not giving him ga- game time. He's gone out on whenever he's gone out on loan. By all accounts, I think he's done well. So there's a decent caper there, but I don't think he'll be with us next season. Matt
0: uh, Collins says, "What's going on with Callen? it Surely wouldn't be on the bench if he was concussed, which which you alluded to there as well. Do you think that's a, just a case of us not having enough goalkeeper? So it's a bit of a
1: mishmash. He's not quite fit enough to start, but I mean, we've got Mark Bunn there, who's the perennial substitute goalkeeper. If yeah. ever there's been one, I don't know. I just think." Maybe he wasn't 100%, but they still wanted him involved. I don't know. It's a difficult one. Could have been an opportunity for Sarkic to be on the bench as well, potentially. I don't know how he's getting on. I think he's jumped ahead of the, head of Bun in the queue, yeah. from, from what I understand Sarkic, which would make sense, because Bun's out of contract in the summer, so if these youngsters are any good, they've got to be in and around it now. It's now or never, isn't it? Yeah. Very much so. So... Um,
0: so uh, I've got the got the Dean Smith quotes here he, he wasn't very happy with the first half much uh, I think by all accounts you gave him a bit of a I think we've used by all accounts about six
1: times in this well, you have I don't think I have you, you've definitely Is used it, have it twice I, it doesn't yeah. feel like a term I would use but I'll love it. Um, if
0: I, have. I wasn't happy at half time I got into the players a little bit but that was nothing to do with the shape system or style of play more down to our body language than when we gave balls away interesting that body language has been a kind of hot topic with fans um, who say that some players are just Looking like they don't want to be there, and Smith addressed that in his post-match comments. But
1: I bet the fans would say they all looked like they wanted to be there in the second half on on Saturday. It's the same players, like I don't know. I don't, I don't buy them not wanting to be there thing. Although Elfie came out with some interesting comments about we've all realised Villa being in the top six is beneficial to us all. Yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was strange.
0: Yeah, a really weird thing. I mean, I was
1: going to come Have on you to it down that, the notes, but yeah. Go quote, quote it then, let's read it, because people might people know not what we're talking about. I haven't about. got it down in the so notes. So why when I just said, if you've got it in your notes, did you give me a look as if to say, oh yeah boy, I've got that in the notes. You uh, know, because
0: whatever. I meant to put it in the notes, uh, and you've, you've stitched me up there. So, what do you want to tell us again?
1: I mean, I can't remember exactly <laughs> what he said myself, but I'm not in charge of the notes. Ah, oh, listen, this Something is... along the lines of, we realise Aston Villa being in the top yeah. six, is beneficial for us all. It almost like they weren't all pulling in the same direction, but I just... Seems really weird to me.
0: Yeah, it does because it, essentially it sounds like if we get into the top six, we'll put ourselves in the shop window, and we might get another deal somewhere
1: else. I mean, I don't think Alfie could be here next season. I'm not for one minute saying Alfie's one of the ones that's not pointing it in because I don't think that don't think that's true at all. He is the ultimate professional, but I, I wouldn't think he'd be here next season. Yeah, I and that that is the case with a lot of them. I don't I don't think it's a purposeful thing. I just I don't I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't think anyone goes out there to think, oh, I'm not going to bother today, you know? Yeah. I don't fancy it. You might think, I ain't very confident of us doing well today, but I don't think anyone goes out there and thinks, oh, I'm not going to bother trying today,
0: you know? No, we, we've talked about this before, and it just doesn't... It just doesn't make sense. It's not... Being on, being on a football pitch, you have to be up for it, and I think you know you have to be up for it, and... I've. I just don't think that that would be the case where people go, oh, I just don't fancy
1: it today. No, I can't see it. What do you make of the formation change? Uh, hang on, I'm just trying to find Elphic's, Elphic's comments now. Forget me. that now, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone, Tom. <laughs> let yourself down. Yeah. yeah Apologise um, to people listening to the podcast.
0: I'm sorry, everybody. I tried to lie and Dan, Dan wouldn't let me go. At what point did you know that wasn't in the notes? <laughs> when you didn't go straight to your notes and yeah. read the quote to him? That's fair. Yes, yeah. um, uh, The formation change... Codger seems happier in the centre
1: and you can't play him on his own up front
0: and I felt like Tammy Abraham dropped deeper and picked the ball up so I don't know whether Tammy Abraham's going
1: to be less effective but Codge will be more effective and whether that will balance each other out. I just think it's not going to be a long-term thing it wouldn't surprise me straight away if we go back to 4-3-3 hmm. on Saturday if Jack's back. Because I've got, I think Jack will start I think he'll be thrown straight back straight in on Saturday. Do you? Yeah I believe he will be that's what that's what I think yeah yeah I think he'll be straight back in so he isn't going to play wide I wouldn't think. And hes not going to play in the middle in a in a flat four four two, So, makes sense to me that we'll be back at 4-3-3. Yeah. Or who's, who's, or who's I suppose who, jacking who, for Codger or whatever and playing closer to Abraham. Who do you have as your
0: as your three midfielders? Because obviously McGinn is still out, so you have...
1: With Whelan, Connor, and Greedish, I would yeah, think.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. Any, the, the, I guess the reason that you don't play him is if you have any worries about him at all. But they are making a big push it, like, on social media and, and various platforms to say... <laughs>
1: He's bad. Yeah, if he doesn't play on Saturday, they've made themselves look very stupid. He'll be on the bench. Uh, they... He'll definitely be on the bench. I just think we'll start him because he's a naturally fit lad. He'll galvanise the crowd. He'll galvanise the players that he's playing with as well. Because he's an, like, like Dean Smith. My personal opinion is he's the best player in the championship. I think that. I genuinely believe that. Mm.
0: Well, he's got a lot to do as well himself because it's an interesting time for Jack Grealish, where his value will have dropped over the last 10 weeks where he's, where he's been out um, there was obviously talk in the summer of, of a potential move to Tottenham whatever whatever happened it didn't happen and now Villa's looking at financial fair play they've got half an eye on balance in the books Jack Grealish has half an eye on the England squad and quite rightly so something needs to, to happen and, and hopefully Grealish it will benefit obviously Grealish wants to play well for the good of Villa but he could also do himself a
1: solid in, in having a strong end to the season I mean, there's someone that loves Aston Villa straight off the bat and would never go out and give anything less than 110%. Totally. Jack, Jack Grealish. I, personally, now, I'm really looking forward to the game. Because obviously we haven't lost at the, at the weekend and it sounds like the crowd was, was onside and it was positive. I just think Grealish will lift even the most grumpiest of Villa fans. Do you think? Yeah, including the man in front of me, maybe. Might that's even, a guy I've seen. Good Might even, li- might even lift him. Out. I mean, I could be walking into the ground and getting punched on a <laughs> on Saturday. Although I'm not sitting in my seat, so that won't happen. So that's good. Um, yeah, he could like deck me next time. Next time he sees me, if he listens to the podcast. Yeah, good to. But just even now, like we're talking about Jack Greenish being back, we got smiles on our faces. Yeah, and he, the picture, like the pictures of him in training and stuff. And everything just suddenly feels happier, just because one person's back. In some ways, I don't like the big deal being made out being made out of it. In some ways, I've seen a few. Someone who works, I Brentford sent me a picture message this morning. A picture message. I've gone back to <laughs> uh a, a message this morning of like a football banter page, and it was like us look at small time Aston Villa celebrating the return of a of an injured player, like they've signed Messi or whatever, whatever it was that was that was in there. I do kind of agree with that, but it's been so miserable the last few months that. I'm just happy he's back and do what, everyone do what they like.
0: I saw a video of um, they'd they superimposed Dean, Dean Smith saying that Jack uh, was yeah, going to yeah. be back and then the whole like, pub just yeah, erupting yeah. in cheers. I, I found it funny. His up. dad sent me that I, this, this morning
1: fallen. at 7 o'clock in the morning, really? whatever it was, yeah. I'll um, be happy he's back as well.
0: But I do agree with you a little bit, not so much for those reasons, but more the fact that I don't want too much pressure on his return. I mean, Jack Grealish is a player that can deal with the pressure. Also, he could pick up a knock-in training in the week and then he doesn't play. Can you imagine? And then you all look very silly. Well, And, and can you imagine the mood around Villa Park then when it's like Jack
1: Grealish isn't on the bench? Yeah, I wouldn't be very happy. There'd it'd, it'd be a vacuum. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's close to a sellout. I think, because they've opened the opportunity. Right. Haven't they? So the tickets are obviously shifted. I think the, after they did that, I think the ticket website broke. Wow. Obviously, no one's been using it for a few, for <laughs> <laughs> for a few months and he broke down.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Dean Smith said, whether he starts or not, we'll wait and see. He's worked really hard to get himself into contention, has trained well. Um,
1: so, we'll see. Um, the fact wh- he's even mentioned the possibility of him starting tells me he's starting. Right. Yeah. You'd just say he's got a chance of being on the bench, wouldn't he, if he was going to be on the bench? Yeah. Saying he's got the chance of both tells me. Your plan
0: since Grealish has been missing we've won 2 out of 14 which is desperately sad
1: what <laughs> a 2 what <laughs> yeah. a 2 Tom.
0: 2 to remember uh, Tom Carroll should also be fit can and
1: you actually... even remember them? I'm going to challenge you right now can you remember the 2 wins uh... <laughs> uh... like I say, the whole series just merged into one big blare
0: alright hang on
1: we haven't got all day you no should... You should... I thought you did at least record one it wasn't uh... that long ago Hull. Uh, you were at that game and we drew. You were there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that. Was, he was Fitcher at home, Swansea away, Tom. Boxing day, Swansea away, Connor, Hedder. I
0: think that's what I was thinking of when I said Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're having a nightmare.
0: Uh, I was thinking of the game after Leeds. Was that, who was that?
1: That was Swansea. Yeah, so I was thinking one of. One 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 one. One. One, one, one. There you go. Yeah, if you were thinking it, why don't you just say that? Uh, because I don't okay. know. Okay, let's move on. Yourself, Tom
0: Carroll it? should be fit as well.
1: Yeah, nice, nice move into uh, move away from that. Uh, he won't, he won't start. I wouldn't think he looked rusty, rusty as. Yeah. When he came on at Swan, um reading, and that was a, a while ago now. So I wouldn't think he'd start, but he'll come on. He'll come on for wheeling after seventy. I would think, or Jack, depending on how the how the games going. Yeah. Be nice, sign someone. Nice, simpler. Yeah, it, he's.
0: Been one that's drawn drawn a lot of ire, hasn't it? Because he's just not been fit. If you sign him and he's not fit, then why did we sign him? And if he's been injured straight well, away, then that's not a good sign We signed Courtney Horse.
1: We couldn't blame him to begin with because he wasn't because he wasn't fit. Yeah. i was sh- shout out to him because I was at that Brentford away game and he was getting dogs yeah. from some of the, some sections of the crowd. But it sounds like he had another good game. I don't, don't really. I want not ha- Surely he's not going to be our permanent left back. But it's nice to see him playing there and doing well. Yeah. I don't want Neil Taylor to think about someone who's not a proper left back playing ahead of him.
0: Well, I mean, he played behind Alan Hutton for. That's true.
1: He's probably used to it by now. quite a while. Yeah.
0: So. Uh, speaking of Alan Hutton, what what a perfect segue. Not good news for him. No. Um, the 34-year-old has overstretched the medial collateral ligament, or MCL, if you want to give it a street name. But not
1: as bad as first feared.
0: No. So it's not as bad as first feared. They thought it might be ruptured. Um, but there's potential that Hutton still could miss the rest of the season and likely he end his say
1: He he'd be out for a few weeks but he'd be back?
0: No, he said uh, I'm hoping we'll You've have him quote down there. I'm hoping we'll have him back before the end of the season but that's hoping more than anything.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't like to see him go out in that way in, in tears going off the pitch. He deserves a proper send off Alan Hutton because whatever you think of him he's been a great servant and he's bounced back a number of times from adversity so I think he deserves an enormous amount of credit I mean I saw another YouTube channel going on about testimonials and, and stuff for him. Not for me. Testimonials, when you've been somewhere for 10 years, he doesn't fill that that criteria. I mean, Ian Taylor was at Villa the same amount of time as, as Alan Hutton has been. He didn't get a testimonial. Alan Wright. So I think you can't just be chucking testimonials at people for eight years. And Nowadays, they don't really... The footballers don't need the money. That's when testimonials used to be done, isn't it? Now he goes to charity, I think, when they are done, but I don't know whether we'll see the day of someone getting to 10 years at Villa anymore, which is yeah. sad in itself, is it? So, he's done very well. He's done... I mean, bear in mind, a few years ago, I just hated, I hated watching him. I just couldn't go on board with him at all. But he's completely won, won me around with his attitude and his desire. And he's not the best footballer in the world, but he'll be remembered for that unbelievable goal against Birmingham City. And, he'll, and for that alone, he will go down in, in folklore and he... He deserves all the plaudits he gets and he's he's one that doesn't deserve abuse.
0: Yeah, oh, more than that. He he works hard he gives he gives his all which is, and he he obviously n- notably gives his all whereas where some players get get lambasted for looking like they're not trying. Alan Hutton works his socks off and I know that's the minimum you expect from a yeah. professional footballer, but he has really like you say kind, kind of endeared himself to the fans and
1: overcome this In particular, kind particular of, one fan. Over. Pat, Pat Toller. Uh, yeah. He loves Alan Hutton. Yeah. She maybe loves Alan Hutton more than I love my wife, the way she's the way she talks about him. More than you love your rabbits. Oh, no. No, <laughs> I didn't think no, so. No, no, no. Um,
0: yeah, so there you go. Uh, Alan Hunt, hopefully we'll see you back before the end of the season. I love like the way we've just decided now that he does, <laughs> He's he does watches, listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Get well soon, mate, Al. Absolutely. All we'll the send best. you our best. All the best to you. Alan, um, uh, a couple of questions on, on the games that came in on Twitter uh, Smithy says obviously something hit home at half time on Saturday because that second half performance was the best since that winning run Grealish back is a massive boost so I'm backing us to win on Saturday I'd make Elfic captain as well inspirational words after and he's bonding well with Mings
1: I mean he probably will be captain I would, I would think Chester's still some way, some way off so he's not coming back any time anytime soon so hopefully the stuff that Smithy Mentions it all amalgamates now, and we can get try and get some feel good and just, just end the season well. It'd be typical Villa to finish seventh, like one point off the playoffs. But, like you say, wouldn't it? There's, positives that to,
0: that's, there's positives to take out of that. If we finish seventh, then I'll consider the, the last third of the season a good
1: end of the season. You've also got to look back to the summer, and I don't like doing this, but you've got to look back at where we were, and I was thinking jeez, we're going to lose everyone. This is going to be an absolute nightmare. And in a lot of ways, the season has been a nightmare because Mm. this this run just has been horrible. But it could be worse. It could be worse. Totally. Absolutely could be. Uh
0: Craig Newton, fans were superb at Stoke. I think we responded to the Villa Park Boo Boys there. Um, They were clapped off at half-time. We sang them off. We sang them at half-time and we sang them out again. Boy, did they respond. Proves the point. Support them and they will perform much better performance.
1: Bang on. No one can play in that atmosphere that's so rank and horrible at Villa Park when it gets gets the way it does sometimes. It's not a good place to play. They do give it you back. If you you back them, they will give it back. Some will say that's not the way it should work, but... It should work both ways, ideally, but the Villa fans get behind it. I think that proves that they'll, they'll go out and they'll, they'll give them one. It, it galvanises them and it gives them something. We're such a powerful fan base. I think we realise the power we have
0: sometimes. Mm, absolutely. AV Brummy. I was hoping Hurahan would get the backing, and he did. Great touch at the end of the game with Villa being clapped off and Dino ringing out. Hopefully, Saturday at home
1: is a big change. Yeah, Derby have coming off the back of a few dodgy results as well, aren't they? Mm hmm. So Lampard, he's not under pressure, Lampard, but the notorious thing with Derby is if you finish below sixth, your job's in danger. I don't actually think that'll happen to Frank to Frank Lampard, but it's come at a time where he's been linked with the Chelsea job as well and there's kind of a bit of a focus on him. We've, we know we can beat them because we went to them and probably put in the performance of the season at, at their place as well. So maybe it's, we talk about it never being a good time for us to well, we play teams at the wrong time and stuff. Maybe it's a decent time for us to, to catch Derby. I mean, how many points are we off them? Uh, Don't know, I mean, I'm getting carried away. Here.
0: 45. We're on 45 and they're on 51.
1: So you, Six. So they're seventh at the moment. You yeah. can close the gap to three points. Same game, Same amount of games played, is that? Uh, we've played one more. Oh, OK. But then you've still got to go and win your game in hand, haven't Absolutely. you? Absolutely.
0: And like you say, they're not in the greatest of form. They've slipped out of the playoff positions uh, and they'll be looking at, at Villa away and thinking we need to get back right here yeah. but hopefully with that with that stoke performance we'll
1: we'll go and take it and three a- points a- in points. Actually Cole in the ranks yeah. as well at left back he's got into the team recently hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he has. Do you want to have a, look, a little
0: look at the table real quick? Norwich City still at the top flying high those Canaries on did 66. My
1: did me and my cumulative? Norwich did, did they? at the weekend yeah I thought they'd draw. I mean, more for you to not pick top of the championship. To no, £3,600 from a fiver. What, one no. team? No, I got two. Norwich were one and Wolves. Oh, I had right. Wolves down to uh, to, to win. Right. And they lost. They drew with Bournemouth. I mean, you're not far away there, are and you? I should have cashed out. I had a good cash out and I didn't take it. What was the cash out? It was only like £100-odd from a fiver. I should have taken it. Because the games were in flux, I just thought this can all change very fast, and I didn't do it. And then I, when it got the cash out got to like £30, I just thought I'm not going to insult myself here. <laughs> just see how the games play out. Sure, yeah. Sure. But gamble responsibly if
0: you do gamble. Absolutely, when the fun stops. Stop. Yeah. Um, Sheffield United are in second, uh, but level with points with Leeds United on sixty-four. West Brom, Middlesbrough and Bristol City make up the top six.
1: Did you said so- the Jay Rodriguez handball that annoyed me. <coughs> no. He uh, handballed it again in West Brom's West Brom's game. Sheffield United mm-hmm. at home. Of course he gets paid. I mean, it was blatant. Go. But of course he gets penalised for that, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. When he handballs against Villa twice. Oh, well, so you're uh, you, you just saying, carry on, that. Just saying, the referee did his job. Is that what you're saying? Could have been the linesman we're not sure. I'll right,
0: okay. The officials. Yeah, not we've not got a sure. Premier League referee. We've been informed. Lee Mason. I mean, for, for this weekend's say a Premier game. Premier League
1: referee, but it's Lee Mason.
0: Here we go. All right. Oh, the, the Premier League referees—they're so good. I wish we could have them. I Premier League referee
1: comes about in. Lee oh,
0: Lee Mason. or oh, anyone but Lee Mason. Yeah, but you are said,
1: insufferable. Someone said <laughs> that's harsh. Someone, <laughs> said, someone said in the comments though, he's only refereeing a Championship games. He's done something wrong. Oh so you must goodness. have done something wrong. What did he do wrong, refereeing I, expert? I don't know. Come on, this is where you add value to the podcast. You should know what referees. Are you I up defend.
0: To. <laughs> I defend the referees. I'm not going to pull them up for their mistakes as well.
1: Watch him have a nightmare, Lee Mason. We'll be here next week and we'll be talking about something Lee Mason did. I can almost guarantee. Well, of course we will because you'll manufacture some sort of story. Manufacture. I I'm not that kind of go when I'm wrong. I can admit it. Like with Alan Hutton, I can, can admit when I'm wrong, Tom. You've never admitted about the referees. You've never been wrong. I haven't seen a good one. Never, can never seen a good, a good
0: one. Um, let's talk a little
1: bit about. who's the best referee in the world that was one of the questions yeah. did that made the notes no, no did uh, anything make the notes this week
0: no do you know what I I, I must apologise for the quality of the notes this week and do you know what the worst thing is you actually said the acclaimed notes in your tweet I put you under pressure and on purpose I just haven't had time I've been so busy I gave you a little emoji and notes emoji <laughs> yeah. next
1: to it as I well know, ja-
0: like... I really jazzed up the podcast tweet this week I, I couldn't put the I usually have the table in the notes I usually yeah, print them
1: off we're going off your phone this off... is just a nightmare Tom yeah your shirt's ripped <laughs> this is just an absolute nightmare if you did miss our Instagram live you actually uh, <laughs> missed someone said Tom come on Tom put a bit of gel in your hair and Tom actually did his hair live on the, on the yeah. Instagram so go back and check that out yeah yeah, real, great. real prime viewing you can see why a massive 52 people tuned in to watch us on Instagram live it was Brill Cream oh no <laughs> you liked that one didn't you no no you didn't I mean I was surprised it wasn't Brill Cream to be honest <laughs> I
0: used to have Brill Cream when David Beckham was yeah, sponsoring Brill, Brill Cream that must have been the height of his popularity, apart from in the sixties. But he did well off that. I bet that started his empire. I I used to get everything David Beckham. Like did you? I went, Not the uh, girls. <laughs> yeah, from <found> the girls. <laughs> Brill Cream. Wanted the preds. I really wondered where you were going to go with it because after Brill Cream, I was thinking <laughs> I'm interested to see where you was going to go. <laughs> wanted a, Wanted that Vodafone flip phone. You yeah, yeah, the sh- that? Yeah, when he's in the supermarket. Did you want to go out with a spice girl? Uh, Emma Button was my f- oh, my I like Emma as well.
1: Who did I don't this? Know why I did that. Oh, I liked Emma Bunsen as well, she was my favourite. I had a poster yeah. of Baby Spice on my wall. Did you? Yeah.
0: Where I had to like York,
1: you had to yeah, Baby Spice. Yeah, Spice, <laughs> Oh, there you go. Through all my support behind Emma Bunsen. I
0: don't know if you saw, um, last week we talked about, I don't know why I brought this up off Emma Bunton. Let us know who your favourite Spice Guard is Absolutely. in the comments, please. They've got to be the popular too have haven't they? Emma Bunsen and Posh
1: Spice? no Ginger Spice. Really? Yeah, Jim. did you just I felt I felt like Jerry Hallowell got better with age. She was, I watched her and she was on the league of her own recently. Wasn't wasn't she? And she was looking looking well. Great. Looking well. Looking well. I'm going to back that she wins the comments. Really? Yeah, I'll go. With, I'm gonna say she'll win. Emma Bunton moved into a uh, radio career,
0: didn't she? I think she's still doing radio. Yeah. Um, what I was gonna say was, after last week, we talked about uh, JRL Morgan said, "What's your best um, dry mem- memorabilia?" Oh yeah. Still got? And uh, I said that I had the the Aston Villa duvet and. Um, Pillowcase. My mum sent me a picture yeah, of the pillowcase. Did
1: you send that picture to me, or did you put it on Twitter? Put it on I'm, Twitter. I've yeah. seen it. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it's I had one, but it was diff- completely different to that. Was it around the same time, same badge, but it was it was a claret one. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting that they'd developed so many different divers at that at uh, that time. <laughs> my mum. My mum <laughs>
0: yeah, sure. My mum also said she remembered the little thing that you stuck on the uh, stuck on the window. You are supposed to stick on the car, but she oh, yeah, yeah. didn't have a go. And she said it was it was always falling off.
1: Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had a tr- <laughs> troubled childhood with I mean, not being allowed to wear white, things falling off falling off the window. I will just say, I've added a new piece of memorabilia to my collection. Mm-hmm. Finally got my hands on a big Marlon Hairwood shirt. You had to work hard for it. I did. I had uh, 1 to 11 shirts. Sean sort saw, it out for me. Acquired all the separate elements that were needed for the shirt, so the, I a little bubble. <laughs> the uh, so the shirt of the time, and then the the font and the numbers. He had to source it all separately. He did very well, former. So if you want a specific shirt, make sure you go into one two 11, eleven, Kit's on Instagram. I follow him on Instagram, so you'll see see him amongst the people I follow. Mm, there mm. you go. That's a piece of memory video. Still, yeah. we want to try and get Marlon on, don't we? we want to try and interview Marlon but at the moment I'm bottling it.
0: Yeah we've, we've made a couple of inroads which led to dead ends. Um, there's there's one more we can try which we'll give a whirl to. <laughs> which but is the
1: most obvious way to l- do it yeah. and I've been sitting on it for
0: months not just bottling it. But again it comes from the conversation we had last week about what else we want to do with the podcast, uh, not with the podcast, with the channel and uh, yeah there's a couple of bits and pieces. We tried the Instagram live earlier as well um, so there are a few things and we're we're going give to them, give them a whirl.
1: Yeah basically someone's given me Marlon Harewood number I've just got it in my phone book. Mm. Not done anything with it. While we talk about things I haven't done, it's probably a good time to mention the uh, the competitions. We've gone a bit of a with the competitions, haven't we? And when you say we, I mean it's a it's a, it's a group thing. Me, you, Dolan, Roller. It's Dolan's pretty, been dragged. Ch- Ch- James rushing in there as well. It's, <laughs> it's a thing we can all work. Uh, We're on tour. We can, all, yeah, <laughs> we can all we can all do better with the competition. So, Fek says Valentez. My wife took the book out of my bag, and I. I actually went to do it because I was posting something else, and it wasn't in my bag. So I've not posted your book, but Tom's going to keep on at me this week, the rest of the week, and make sure I, he's going to make sure I do it by the end of the week. <sighs> all
0: right, you have to do a forfeit, I reckon, all if right, you yeah, don't do it. yeah, that's a good it. way
1: to get me. So,
0: What's the forfeit? What is the forfeit? I'm thinking something to do with your hair.
1: Well, I've already shaved it all off earlier on in the season, and I don't look back on those videos with any fondness. No.
0: What no. could you do? Could you buy Vexes Valentas like a pint or something?
1: I mean, yeah, I could. But that doesn't feel like a real bad forfeit for me, does it? Or you got to buy someone a pint?
0: Well, it's not. Yeah,
1: but I'm trying to give Vexes Valentes more for his more for his competition win because you really let him down. Yeah, I will sh- shave my head again because I, d- I look back on that and think, what was I thinking? So right. if I don't get that book, give me by the next podcast if that book's not been sent out. I have to shave my head again. And you have to put a fiver in the book that Vexes Valentis can buy a pint with. Are you obsessed with me giving some money away in some, in some way. OK. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that would really yeah, hurt I'll do that. And then the other thing was, is that, I mean, you talk about the, the Guess Who competition. We forgot to give it away. So we have, we're going we're gonna to make a decision on that. And just, That's not just me, that's Rollo as well, because he physically has that guess yeah, who. Yeah, I
0: will say the, the the term we that's being banded about, I wasn't even part of that, wasn't even consulted on that it was happening. So, you know, no. that, that's how much I can take responsibility
1: for And that then we one. also had the loot roper uh 100 pound gift card 100 pound gift card and trevor spence i've not heard anything from
0: you mate trevor spence yeah. there's there's 100 pounds here to be spent at the loot Spenced. roper store
1: oh no come on <laughs> stop so trying to force the buns
0: in uh make sure you get in touch seriously because that's that's your 100 pounds you're welcome to it we did have a number two
1: pick, I mean we didn't, we didn't the only game we had a two and a three right so alex with the unpresuming Oh, that's Trevor Spence again, Alex, <laughs> Alex Withy and Daniel Wayne. We're going to give Trevor Spence one more week. Trevor, I'm starting to feel like you only listen to the podcast once to enter a competition. You got to, you got to see it through. Yeah, get in touch with us some somewhere. Yep, plenty we'll of ways. Yeah, and the good news is I don't have to post anything there, so the chances are. Not much can go wrong with you getting your prize. Absolutely, unless I get ignored by the Luke roper too. Abs-
0: absolutely. Um, there's one uh, one subject here we haven't we haven't talked about a little bit, and you mentioned it just earlier. Was was Luke uh, <laughs> Fra- Frank Frank Lampard <laughs> yeah. to Chelsea, and then naturally the rumours come up about John Terry being at Villa next season. What are his plans? Um, <clears throat> we had a question in: um,
1: Do you expect John Terry to be in? At Villa Park next year. I would say if Chelsea changed their manager, they like to get an ex-player in on the coaching staff. I would think it would be a pretty logical move for him. I think obviously he still lives in the area. He's still spotted in Chelsea at the training ground.
0: And like, he referenced them. Did you see him on... Uh, was Jarrah uh, Brand did something with him, didn't he? An interview, I've not read it yet, yeah, but he did an
1: interview with but him. he,
0: But John Terry was on Sky Sports and he he was talking about Chelsea, he kept calling yeah, I've him I've got no way. problem with that. Still, nah,
1: they're his team, that, that's the team he loves. I'm sure he's got a massive fondness for Aston Villa, but he doesn't love Aston Villa in the same way he does Chelsea and that's fine. Because yeah. they're his team, he was there for the whole of his career, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, but if it, I mean that wouldn't, that'd be fine if he wasn't attached to a club. No, I get no, that, but he, he's working for a club... I, I just, I just I know don't know what you're getting at but I would, I, I'm not I just trying think, to create I just think we've got
1: here. bigger things to worry about than John Terry calling Chelsea week sure but I, I, yeah, I don't it's not the height of professionalism for me I just think it's, a nothing, it's nothing it doesn't offend me in the slightest well, and I'm sure it probably doesn't offend many we people we
0: talked about it last season when he was playing and uh it's a Chelsea boy yeah but I yeah it doesn't it doesn't sit right with me
1: I would honest. say if he I'm, I'm speaking completely out of my own mind here I don't know anything but I would imagine if he got the chance to go back to Chelsea I think he'd probably go it just makes sense for him if we're in my job if villa offer me a job I love villa I'm gonna take it it's the same same for him okay it's the same industry but offered a job at Chelsea he'll miss out and people will go oh boo-hoo but he misses out on time with his family and things like that being at, being at villa because of where he's located where he's where he still lives so I think he I think he'd feel bad about it because I think he there's obviously hold an affinity mm. for Villa, but if he got the chance to go back to Chelsea, I I think he would take it. Mm. And I just say, okay, I wish you all the best.
0: Well, it's not even it's not even just the fact that he's going back to Chelsea; he's going then to a. To decided, a it sounds like we've decided what's happening. <laughs> yeah, but he he would be going back; it would be going to a Champions League title yeah, contender, as well. and and it's another step up in his in his management progression.
1: Do you think? Sounds like they need someone like John Terry in the dressing room, to be honest.
0: Do you think that he's he deserves that chance right now from, from looking on the outside, looking in? From what he's
1: done at Villa so far. I mean, we can't really... We don't know what he's done yeah. at Villa because we don't know the impact he's had. You can say, OK, we ship, we've shipped a lot of goals. We were shipping goals before he before he he came in, really. I'd, I still think without a pre-season, no, none of the coaches staff can really be judged, in my opinion. Yeah. I just, I, I know like, what you're getting at I know yeah. what you're saying because we've hardly been trailblazers this season have we but I'm trying to think of some of the coaches that, that they've had I mean I don't know Zoda's there at the moment isn't he I suppose he's been a manager elsewhere and picked up some experience Dean mateo has been the assistant under Villas Boas as well so they like to have an ex-player involved Eddie Newton sometimes steps up from the youth into the first team whenever there's a caretaker manager he really He's Chelsea's biggest legend, isn't he? Certainly of recent times. Of re- yeah, yeah of, of Premier, the Premier League era is Chelsea's biggest legend, along with along with Lampard. Mm. So, it doesn't really matter what he's done as a coach. I think if they could get him back, it's the dream for them, isn't it? Could be. And Probably his dream.
0: That was Ian uh, F on the on that question. Do you think John Terry will be at the Villa next year? Um, Let's move into a couple of other questions. Joe Ireland, what are your thoughts on the whole Kepper situation from the weekend and how would you react if a Villa player refused to be subbed off?
1: This was farcical, I thought. Yeah, I think it was farcical, but I do also think Kepper was just trying to say, you don't need to take me off. I'm, I'm fine, my cramp's gone or, or whatever, but if you've been told you're coming off. Did the number ever come up on the board? I can't remember. Uh, Did it come up?
0: I, I, I don't know, but that's semantics, isn't it? I think, like, I was having this conversation. he has got problems, I was for sure. At, well, I was having a conversation with a Chelsea fan at work and he was saying, yeah, it was all it all seemed to be a misunderstanding. To me, it's, it's the last minute of extra time. Willie Caballero's an, a great penalty saver and... They would have talked about this before. It's not like Kepper wouldn't have known that he was. Gonna come he was going
1: to come off anyway, regardless of the cramping. I then. do, yeah, is because that it,
0: what you think? they were saving. It seemed to me like they were saving a sub, and it just seems, it just seems all to fit that Caballero is ready to go on, and
1: he's a great shot stopper. It's not even just that, though, is it? The logical thing for Caballero. He's been there. He knows those players. He loves. So trained penalties with them. The fact that Kepper's got injuries
0: anyway. To me, to me, whether you want to come off or not, it was just a total rush of blood to the head for Kep, uh, for Kepper, and now he's made a real issue for Sari. He's not playing tonight when we were recording. Has it has it been confirmed? Yeah, he said on the ticker as we were walking in. He's right, not playing. Well, exactly. So now, if if they lose to Spurs, which they could conceivably do with or without Kepper in goal, Sari's in even more stuck because he should have played Kepper. And if they, uh, the only the only way they win, that Sari wins now is if. Caballero has a worldie, and then he has to stay with Caballera. Shall I check what the, check what
1: the score is? Yeah, please. Let's have a look. So, I've tried to what? think of a similar situation if it's happened with Villa, and obviously it's a pretty unique situation. Nothing really happened, have they? Yeah. It's nil-nil. Half-time, so Caballero's and half his job. Yeah. Kept that, kept that clean sheet. Interestingly, my fancy football team, Sane as captain. Of course, Man City a nil-nil with West Ham. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only thing I could think of from recent times was when I remember, like, we got a free kick. I think it was the last game of the first season, and Bakuna wanted to take it, but Conor Horan was like, "No, I'm taking it." And Bakuna had a strop and just stood there in the middle of the pitch, and then suddenly got pelted, mm. pelters from that from that from the whole end. So I, I just can't think of anything it's such a unique situation. Yeah, there's sometimes times where penalty takers
0: squabble over the ball, isn't there? Um, yeah,
1: but oh, I suppose we had Whelan and Belassi. We kind of had that, and yeah. then Whelan missed. Those things never end well, do they? When there's some kind of I squabble, it just never never goes well. Well,
0: well. Who was it in the playoff final when Troy Deeney then
1: scored at the other end? Brentford. i forgot his name. He was he was on loan from Fulham, I think, and he uh, he wasn't the designated penalty taker, was it? He took it and he hit the bar and they ran down the other end and that scored. Is, that is absolutely unbelievable. Was that then? Is that what happened? Or uh, completely? Yeah, it was, I yeah. Know. Was it Watford? Yeah, it was Watford. Yeah. Zola slipped, didn't he, when they... Uh, Let's A few, few mentions for Gianfranco. <laughs> yeah, former Birmingham State One of my Major. one of my favourite players
0: when I was yeah. growing up as a kid. Yeah, he yeah. said of loves Ola. Um, anyway, we digress as oh, yeah. as we often do. Simon O'Regan. We went four four two on Saturday. And by by all accounts, it worked, especially second half. It's but, a well known term. But Jack doesn't suit that formation. No. Nah. Do we go back to 4-4-3-3, or could we adapt to a 4411? 4, 4, don't ever click the button. I've got to, because you weren't mate. doing it. No, you um, don't click it, you I think move we,
1: it. Oh, I think we kind of covered that earlier, didn't we? Yeah. We're talking about that. Um, right, that's for your question, Simon O'Regan. Yeah. Nailing the name now. Simon knows, O'Regan. No, Reagan. No, oh it's no, not. it's Reagan, isn't it? I even celebrated it as well. Yeah. Cocker. The apprentice becomes the master. <laughs> uh, I mean, you've made enough mistakes this evening.
0: <laughs> Jack Mason, thoughts on Bruce taking Smith above Villa. Now, if there is no, a. That's right, that was wrong as well. If. thoughts
1: of Bruce taking Smith above Villa. That doesn't
0: make sense. <laughs> but that, I've,
1: I've lifted
0: that from. I mean, from you've typed it wrong and then you've said it wrong. No, I haven't typed no. it. I've okay. just. I've taken it straight away. Uh, also, Raj um, yeah. Raitha. If, I've definitely got that name wrong. If Sheffield Wednesday finish above us, do we think that we were right to give Bruce the other? You talked about non-issues earlier. This, to me,
1: is a non-issue. I'd just describe it again as what I said earlier. It's a vintage villa, isn't yeah. it? Bruce has just gone in and hit the ground running at Sheffield Wednesday. They're unbeaten since he's been in there. Just one of those things, but Steve Bruce is pretty irrelevant now. Although I suppose I'll still bring him up and say he left us in a bad state.
0: That's that But but for the here and now I would say Steve Bruce, that doesn't that doesn't
1: matter. I mean it's written the stars, he'll they'll beat us at Hillsborough, isn't it? Again, Peak Villa. Yeah.
0: Uh, JPW Lolly Licker <laughs> Interesting That is not nice, his Interesting handle yeah. uh, The last two Villa View videos Dan Bardell said this, Our season was finished Which I agree with But do you now think With the return of Super Jack Grealish That it will give us the push To make the playoffs And will Tom J says Ever change his hairstyle um,
1: Deal with the first one first Yeah um, we're not going to get the playoffs but he could galvanise our season and give us a nice end which I'd take at this moment in time Um, Will I ever
0: change my hairstyle? No I hate I hate wasting my time in the barbers I said this earlier barbers and clothes shopping are the two things that I hate the most
1: the two things I love the most
0: Oh, I like? love getting my hair cut. Do you? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah, I love it. You get an itchy neck, you have to wait around, you have to... What annoys me is then you have to have small talk, or if they don't have small talk, it's like just my, awkward my silence. I love my barber.
1: Oh. He, works, he obviously
0: works at Sky. Luke the barber. I didn't mind getting my hair cut when I used to work here, because you could take some of the time out of your day.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm doing it in work time as yeah, well. So that's... for me, I'm having my hair done. It's like it sound, like sound like my mum. <laughs> I'm having my hair done. <laughs> And it's part of my, just part of my, part of my dad Could work. I can just see
0: you with like rollers I, I and the newspaper, like, the woman's I Weekly. I don't
1: like sitting there for an hour having my hair done, but I always like the end result. I just like having my hair cut. Because my hair grows so fast. Waste of time. And fashion, it as you can tell. I, I, love, I love buying clothes as well. Oh, so boring. What Got a waste some of shoes time. earlier, they're getting delivered to work tomorrow. It's exciting times, Tom.
0: Uh, exciting hop- times. <laughs> Hoppo Ben, one for Dan Bardell. All right. It's a squad numbers game from oh, Hoppo Ben. Have you gosh. seen this? Did you see
1: it on Twitter? You no, know, I did see it. And I don't know the answer.
0: You don't know the answer? Well, I, I'm, I'm... Do you know the answer? To me, it's contentious. Because it? I've looked it up.
1: 31, isn't
0: it? So, so quite, for, for those who haven't seen it... again,
1: is it? And you've got it wrong.
0: <laughs> I haven't got it <laughs> wrong. That? Who was 31 in the 1997-98 season? Oh, I
1: don't know that. 31.
0: I think... Why well, is it contentious? Can you tell me why it's contentious? Or well, because no? he never played for Villa and he left at the start of this season. He never played for Villa... And he
1: left at the start of the season. So he was
0: on the books from being, being a youth product, but was on loan a lot. <laughs> I can tell you who joined. I don't think that's going to help, but go, by all means. Kidderminster Harriers. Played the majority of his career there.
1: A kiddie. Hmm. So in the position. I mean, you're giving me a lot of clues here and nothing needs ringing any bells. I think it's very hard. Go, give, give me the position. Goalkeeper. <laughs> 31. Goalkeeper. That's help, probably helped. Oh, no, it's not here. Ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Yeah. He le- didn't he? he Did he did leave that season? I think he left at the start of that season. Oh, he left at the start. I've that just done a, that. a small bit of research, so. Oh, come back to me. Come okay. Back, come back to me. All I'll, right. I'll get that.
0: Uh, we're going to lose Dan now for the rest of the podcast. I've got, I think I I've
1: time. got it. I think I'm not 100%, it, 100% on it at all, but I'm going to throw a guess out there. You want to do it now? It's Stuart Brock.
0: It is Stuart Brock. It's Stuart Brock. I mean, there was a lot of cl- clues there, there was. But, Come on. but you totally, you've su- surpassed my expectations once again. Uh, Hopo bed, I hope that that is okay for you, that I gave a few cl- clues out there.
1: The fact is, I could have cheated in that as well, because I read that last night and then just thought, nah, I just didn't, <laughs> just didn't do anything with it. Because I thought if I answer it, he's going to just think, if I get it right, that I've cheated. Yeah. So I didn't bother. Although I, This could be. I, this could be a. Uh, and then I thought, Tom won't ask me that. Could act, and yes, yes. No, no, you got,
0: you can't act what well, I've just done. That he's not acting. <laughs> uh, I would say, Hoppo Ben, that's very, very hard thing, as he did leave and never played for Villa. Um, harder than one well, that God I, knows why I've remembered Stuart Brock. To be fair, you've got ones before where I've got the name and number wrong. Oh, and that's so. why I
1: was expecting something yeah. like that from Old Hopper, because he's he's not delivered on the chant front. No, as a he's supportive of your new chant. Yeah, I've come up with a new chant, by the way if you watch the Instagram live, that I'm going to keep flogging <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> You're not going to... Love Ray Kalinich. Needs a chant, doesn't he? He's not got one. We don't see Croatia's number one aim or any- anything like that, so... Oh, this is so bad, but you said it was okay. Yeah. The Beatles, all you need is love. <laughs> all you need is love. <laughs> oh, you can even throw the trumpet in. Oh. All you need is love. da <laughs> <laughs> you need is love. <laughs> love. Love, Ray Kalenich.
0: It's the look you give me that makes me so worried. Come on, worried. that's
1: decent though, isn't it? That, Somebody's going to screenshot that That'll look. be hitting the whole tent on Saturday, <laughs> I am sure. All right. Unless Jed's losing, it won't hit it then. Um, King 81,
0: how concerned are you going into the unknown of the summer and next season? We'll lose all our lone players, generally our best players currently, uh, most of our first-team squad, and uh, plus we'll have limited funds to replace Twelve to fourteen players, he says here. King eighty-one. Can we really
1: rebuild from the ashes? Cheers, King eighty-one, because I was feeling quite good. We had quite a positive podcast, and right near the death, you've really put a down on it If I'm being honest, it could go either way, couldn't it? Next year, it
0: really could be. We could be in for a very hard time if things don't break right.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've made this mistake a few times in my life with Villa. I've sometimes gone into seasons and thought ah, it won't be worse than last year, <laughs> and uh, quite frequently it has, <laughs> yeah. been, it has been worse than last <laughs> year. So I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say that. I don't know, I just think it's interesting because I think if ever there was a man to to deal with all these issues and rebuild from the ground up with a young team, I think we've probably got the right man in charge. Yeah. So okay. from that point of view, I'd say it's quite exciting. If we were doing these things with Bruce in charge, I'd be thinking... Because ah. he has no youth record, he's, he's, that's not his game, is it? Yeah, he's brought through Alex Bruce. Just true. He's Everywhere he's been. He's through his son.
0: That's what's um, uh, Andy Chance, do we, have to be, uh, do we have to get used to being a selling club in the next few seasons, developing young talent and selling them on for a profit to protect our long-term future?
1: We need to see those young young players come through, I think. A lot of it will hinge on what happens with Jack in the summer. And none of us know what, what will happen. I doubt Jack knows mm. what will happen in the summer. I said a few weeks ago, it'd be stupid to go because I just think... There's a whole world out there for him, for want, of a be- for want of a better phrase. Now I'm starting to lean towards him staying for another year for some reason. I've got nothing, nothing behind that again. I, just, I don't know, I just am. Yeah. I think it's 50-50. Yeah, I mean, I can see the positives of him staying. It's a big ask, isn't it? But,
0: but, but there are positives there. I, I don't see financially
1: how he can. But again, like you say, we don't we don't. He really signed know the it. contract. And if our owners are saying money, money's not of interest, like they, like they did in the summer and really he can't go can he he's got a big contract yeah well we should wait and see see what the offers are like uh, come and I don't summer. think that I don't think there's a a clause in his contract fee wise I could be wrong but I believe there isn't
0: um, I'm going to finish with this one Luke Hatfield uh, which Villa player from the past in their prime would you most like to see at the club today personally I feel like a prime Barry would do wonders for our midfield minus points to Dan Bardell if he answers Ian
1: Taylor I mean we could do with tails couldn't we we could always do with tails <laughs> in any any situation <laughs> Barry's not a, Barry's probably a decent shout at the base of the midfield I would, would suggest I mean you think where are we struggling at the moment we're leaking we're leaking Probably a McGrath or a Larson. I was. I had Melburg in my head. Yeah, Melburg is a good one, isn't it? Because he gets it. He just got it, didn't yeah. he? I'd probably go with obviously McGrath. Everyone. I mean, I, I saw him when I was younger. Mm. Everyone says he's the best defender we've ever seen. So you would have to say McGrath. Yeah. I think. So I don't lose points because I didn't say mm. Ian Taylor. Well done. What about Buzzy goal either? Do you say it was like oh, I can't do the maths now? Is it 25 years? What's the math? Mass situation since we beat Tranmere and he saved those three penalties. Can't twenty 94 four, ninety four. I'm really showing myself a bit. Yeah, yeah twenty five yeah, years. Is, yeah. All right. Phew. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's been twenty five years since we beat Tranmere on penalties, and Mark Bosnich saved three. A game that my dad decided that we didn't need to go to oh. because it was over. Never he's let he's, out he's learned from mistakes over the years and then he didn't let me go to the cup final by the way because it was my mum's birthday but we've spoke about that before but yeah, another element to that story is he didn't want to go to the semi-final because he thought it was over. The beautiful thing is that you didn't go to the final because it was your mum's birthday but he yeah. went
0: to the oh, final. Oh yeah, of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love course, that. Okay, I'll tell you what though, if you know my mum, he'd, he'd have been in the doghouse for years. I'm surprised that doesn't get bored more around the dinner table. Totally he it. forgot Because he lost his keys once. In however many years they've been together. It must be between 30 and 40 years they've been together. And every time he goes out, she says, don't lose your keys. But she's not joking. She's been genuinely serious just because of that one time he forgot his keys. If you do something once in my mum's eyes, that that's it. You do that every time.
0: I said to you after the podcast finished last week, I, I would move to Birmingham to be closer to your dad. Would you? I love your dad. I, think, I feel like if you ever move to Birmingham, then you should do a father and son type show. I mean,
1: I see him a lot because we're at the Villa... Anyway, he did, mate, he's got a general reluctance to come on the Villa View, but except for when I'm not involved, <laughs> when you did that podcast, he couldn't wait to phone in. That was excellent. He couldn't wait to be on there, could he? Um, shout out to the uh, fans' consultation group. Yes, well remembered, Tom. Did that make the notes? Cause I did specifically ask that. Top of the notes. Yeah, there's another fans' consultation group coming up. I can't be asked to explain it because I feel like everyone knows what it is. But, no, but have you got any queer general queries about Villa? Not about whether you like players or managers or things like that, but just about Villa in general, like the... I don't know, the infrastructure, things, things the like that. The catering. Catering, just things like that. Anything that's getting... Reward points. Getting on your nerves or you want us to ask about. Smoking then, areas, yeah, that's then, been a big one. Then get, then come to us and we'll we'll ask.
0: Yeah, uh, maybe worth Rolo doing a tweet and then people could just that's comment underneath. It. It's probably easier, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Rollo, do a tweet. <laughs>
0: Good man, Rolo. Uh, and finally... Uh, Dan Bardell, YouTube star, oh yeah, is going to do a talk at a at a school. No, no, really,
1: Heaven that, help these children. That is happening. What? How? How did this come about? I've got a friend that's a teacher, and they, for some reason, need to do a talk on the like the internet and being on on YouTube and social media and stuff. So I'm going in to to have a chat. I've seen some of the questions. They're quite ruthless. Are they? Yeah, there's a few ruthless questions in there. Not ruthless, but like who would you support if you didn't support Villa, things like that? Hmm. Obviously, I wouldn't even wouldn't support anyone. Sounds but, ruthless. No, there's no, some ruthless stuff in there, I just can't remember it off the top of my head. But yeah, I'm going into a school in Warsaw on Friday to, to do a talk about being on YouTube. Stay safe online. One of the questions was how long does it take you to edit your videos? <laughs> None. Zero zero yeah. all. As you can see it, from it, this video, it, it only takes me longer to send out prizes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We're done. It's yeah. not ten past nine. I'm in so much trouble. You are in trouble. Okay. We better make the outro quick then.
0: Yeah, thank you very much for watching, subscribing, liking, rating on iTunes, doing all those kind of things. Um, make sure you get in touch if you've won one of those prizes. Vexes Valentes is coming to you very soon, or that hair is going, and a fiver to you as well. I'm not risking that again. Yeah, um, Yeah. make sure you subscribe, do all that kind of stuff. Uh, there'll be a preview for the Derby game. There'll be fan cams as usual after Derby. Um, so if you want to get involved
1: with those, uh, you know where it is by now. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, match preview at some point. Did you say that? I wasn't listening to you. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Hopefully,
0: I did. we'll be talking about a uh, a win next week. It won't be me, I don't think. I think it's going to be Dolan. Oh, OK. Um, oh, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. I didn't tell Dolan. So, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. And you'll be back next week. Yeah, up the villa. Up the villa. And up the Bucks. Sure. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network. plus.